Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We're recording. Recording, everybody. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where three black-ass girls invade the whitest show on earth, The Bachelorette. The Bachelorette. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And this is one of the best seasons of this franchise ever. 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 Not even just of The Bachelorette, of the franchise, Mm -hmm. like all of the The, (laughs) spinoffs. All of it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. all the spinoffs, everything. It's making me Mm -hmm. sad to return to whoever is next. Matt? (laughs) Matt James? Well, Matt, and then whoever (laughs) the next Bachelorette is. Who else is going to be better than this? I don't know. Tasia's killing the game, though. Mm -hmm. Killing the game. This is is great. Um, What are your initial thoughts? Another great episode. And yeah, another good one. I'm so shocked every week where I'm like, ooh, maybe this is going to be a little bit of a sleeper. Never. No. Never, ever. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. That's my first initial thought, actually, is that usually <laughs> by now I'm just waiting for the moment where Tasia does, you know, where Colton jumps the fence. I'm waiting for the moment where right. uh, Peter's mama curses out Madison. I'm waiting mm-hmm. for the, you know, and we're not waiting for you that. We're on interesting. What? They always, when they put together the previews and teasers, there's always a moment mm-hmm. that they tease the yes. whole season. Mm-hmm. Yep. Saw with Colton in the fence, Hannah with mm-hmm. the Jesus still loves me, even though I fucked in the windmill. Yes. Whatever. Everybody has that moment yeah. that gets teased the whole thing. We Tasia doesn't have a moment, so we don't really know nope. what we're building up to. Mm-mm. And I love it. I love that. <laughs> I love it, too, because every week I'm entertained. I'm not looking forward to one thing. One thing. Yep. Yep, that's it. Oh, it's great. It's a relief. It's a sigh yeah. of relief that we don't have to like wait for it. Finally, is it good enough? But 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 but. Hopefully, they just mm-hmm. learned overall from Peter's season that that is just trash. Ugh. That whole moment because they didn't <sighs> even really tease it with Claire. <laughs> Mm-mm. I mean, they showed they Claire's didn't. whole thing basically in the yeah. teaser. <laughs> I mean, we didn't see how everything rolled out with Dale, but we saw like yeah. her moment with Yosef and all them. Like we saw all that. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We saw that. Yeah, but hmm. that—that's pretty much my first thought. Is like this is just 
great. And cool. I'm on pins and needles every, every single week, learning new things. Mm-hmm. It's great. Addressing mm-hmm. new issues. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my first thought though, about this whole like Noah Bennett thing, really mm-hmm. the problem is, is that Tasia is in this role of bachelorette. So she's like, you're questioning my integrity. You don't think I'm making my own decisions and like really talking through her teeth about these producers and breaking that fourth wall. However, Mm. we all know as viewers that there's no fucking way she's going to end up with Noah. Right? Right. (laughs) So, And Bennett is just saying what we all know already. Exactly. But she's taking offense to that because she Mm -hmm. is like, you're trying to say I'm doing something for camera and I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I think that's the the part that's rubbing her the wrong way that she's yeah she's interpreting mm-hmm. it as you think I'm here for TV like I'm doing this for yes cameras or for the producers are telling me to like not that I actually think I have a connection with this person yeah I think that's what it is right sure. right mm-hmm. yeah um and and you think I'm like being swayed by these producers to keep him here for whatever reason and mm-hmm. she just wants to make sure that that's not the case or right. that that's uh, the clarified on her end. Um, but the unfortunate thing is that he's saying what we all know, which is that there's no fucking way she's going to end up with Noah. Exactly. So <laughs> that, that is unfortunate. That's the unfortunate part about, about Bennett doing this. Um, also just really loving. Um, this is, I think a, a polarized thing, especially after tonight's date. But I'm loving how The Bachelor is addressing all of these men's mental health issues, giving Mm. them a real um, space and chance to tell their stories, showing all their hesitations, their ums, their Mm -hmm. moments of silence where they're questioning things, Mm. them looking around. All of those moments of when you're telling somebody something so vulnerable, Mm -hmm. you're on TV and you never thought you'd be on TV. Right. (laughs) You telling know? your whole ass. <laughs> like, yeah. Telling your whole business. Mm-hmm. And I really like how they're doing that for these men. They're not giving them some cheesy music in the background. Mm-hmm, it's true. it's really giving them air and space to tell their stories. Yeah. Um, and I can I can really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of a great part of diversity and inclusion. So mm, this is true. Also uh good on them. Good mm-hmm. on them for that. Um and that's it. Those are my initial thoughts. What about you? Nice. Yeah, to your last point, I think, yeah, there's definitely like a, there's a seriousness to the season Mm -hmm. this time. And it's in Mm -hmm. the way, a lot of the guys are coming with stories, like very serious stories, but it Mm -hmm. also is in the way that they're showing those stories. Mm -hmm. Like, you're right, that moment that Riley's like, yes, in his head, before he even talked to Tasia, he cried, had a moment, they showed that. Like, Mm -hmm. they're showing their vulnerability, they're showing the struggle of the guys kind of opening up. Um, also I think a big part of it has to do with a lot of the guys don't seem to have watched the show before. So they're going in kind of very raw. <laughs> and Not- it got real obvious this episode. <laughs> <laughs> like these men have never seen this before. They don't know where they are. <laughs> nope. And so I think that's another element. There's just like a seriousness. There is just a lack of gimmickiness. Mm-hmm. I mean, the most gimmicky stuff we get is from Bennett and is from yeah. Noah. Um, mm-hmm. I would say even more so Bennett than anything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there's like a nice seriousness to the season that mm-hmm. makes you suspend your disbelief a bit. 
yeah we didn't really do before we're kind of just like all right well whoever they choose they choose and we'll just watch it crumble on instagram later but here i actually feel like (laughs) there's a chance for her to find a real ass long-standing husband (laughs) absolutely yes yeah yeah so that's just one thought but um Mm -hmm. yeah i think aside from this being like one of the greatest group of men tasia is doing a fantastic job as oh, incredible she's doing so good she's doing so well she says and yeah. does everything with so much intention and like just yeah. so right like i don't know yeah. every moment i'm like yes that's what you say like she just says it what i'm yeah. thinking like she's doing it and saying it yeah. um i'm falling in love with her as i'm watching I, so like a hundred percent yes i see how the guys are all just like so starry eyed all with her. falling in love with her one-on-one date or not mm-hmm. <laughs> all falling right. in love with her i see it all yes. of them mm-hmm. she's a great listener she's like super mature mature far more mature and put together than claire and the way that oh, she's definitely. handling you yeah. know this whole experience of falling in love and entertaining multiple men. Um, Mm -hmm. She holds these men accountable. Mm -hmm. She asks Mm -hmm. the right questions. Mm -hmm. And I love how each of the guys are like individually like blossoming and like opening up Mm. like (laughs) butterflies. Yeah, like little lotuses. (laughs) Yeah, like little coming out moments, you know, getting closer to their true form and their true selves on camera. Yeah. And it's because of this woman. She's asking the right Mm -hmm. question. She creates a space for them to feel safe, to be vulnerable with her, even though they are on camera, they're mic'd Mm -hmm. up. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, Ben shared a very serious, probably one of the more serious conversations we've ever seen on the show. Um, that he did not, I'm sure, go into the show expecting to be sharing any of this um, Mm -hmm. and was clearly very hesitant about it. But also he's sitting with Tasia and she's looking at him like in his eyes and he feels safe and he feels warm and he feels like I can share this and she'll get it. And you could see he was like beaming afterwards. It was like such a like a lift off of him. Um, Mm -hmm. But he was okay because he's with Tasia and she just makes you feel so warm and cozy and fuzzy. Yes, um, and yeah. not in the dangerous way that Claire did with that date with poor old Joe. What was his name? Jason? Let that man Joe? broken and desperate need of therapy. <laughs> like, desperate oh, need. Mm-hmm. If any of those men left, they would, except for old crazy Bennett, but we'll get to that. But if any of those men left, they would be like, wow, that was one of the best experiences of my life. And get in the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I mean? Poor yeah. Joe was like, I still love her, but I don't know. Do I? Who am I? I don't know what's happening. Oh, like God. That was dangerous. That was what Tasia is doing is just being very open and having them feel safe. Sorry, I robbed yes. you of your initial thought. Keep going. No, that's it, though. Just I love the environment that she creates. So we're, as an audience, we are hearing and seeing the depth and sides to these men in a way that we've never seen on the show. Mm-hmm. And it's because yep. of Tasia and the way she's pulling it out and creating a space mm-hmm. for them to be vulnerable and not be so lighthearted and jokey all the time. Like she's having mm-hmm. serious ass conversations with them because she's asking these questions. And I yeah, just love it. right. Um, buzz is everything. 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 Oh, um, the layers to this man. I know. Yeah, this is a lot. Like there's a lot going on there. And I just love mm-hmm. how. I just love someone who has, you know, gone through mess and then has come out on the Mm -hmm. other side 
and they're just they have such an attitude of like gratitude and thankfulness yeah and he just keeps saying i'm so thankful to be here like i'm you know you know i'm so grateful for you and you know when he got that second chance with Tasia, you could see it was just like he felt so redeemed and like so gracious and him and zach zach in a different way have that in common right Mm -hmm. and that's why they're um like their past their you know they see as baggage their quote-unquote baggage doesn't feel Mm -hmm. as heavy and they've been through some shit Mm -hmm. like drug addiction and attempted suicides that ain't nothing to play with bulimia for 15 years but they have such a good head on their shoulders and such a positive Mm -hmm. outlook and an outlook of gratitude and thankfulness that Mm -hmm. makes you really root for them and Mm -hmm. just i don't know just like their zest for life and just I don't know, just how thankful they are. They're not taking this situation or this experience for granted in the way that mm-hmm. like Bennett is kind of just like making a whole, you know, exactly. this like opportunity for him in a different yes. kind of sleazy way. Yeah. Um, for Buzz, this is like, I'm living. Like, I'm, yeah. I've gotten a second yes. chance at life and I'm here about yeah. to find love and I'm so thankful that you gave me the opportunity to be here. Like the mm-hmm. way that they, yeah. I just love that energy from, from Buzz for sure. But then Zach also has it and I just makes you just root for them i love it mm-hmm. yep yeah but uh but yeah those are my thoughts um of course before we get into the recap we got some stuff first of all mm-hmm. shout out to the patreon crew shout out. Love you. um continue to rate review and subscribe hit us up on twitter we live tweet every tuesday our handle is the number two blk girls the number one rose and you can email us at the number two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. We get a lot of you guys' emails like during the show, which is like venting. You guys are drunk. Yes. Jealous. Some drunk. We get some drunk during emails. the show. I wish the, I could do the, that. The subject line is like, fuck Damar. Like, yes. <laughs> bet it. Yes. It's like this long rambling drunk thing. Yes. Love you guys. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I see him. I see him come in. <laughs> They're so cute. They're so great. So email us anytime. Please do. Um, Mm -hmm. And then join the Facebook group. It's a good time. It's getting big in there. Mm. Yeah, it's getting uh, full. It's getting full in there, but I love it. It's busy. It's active. There's always threads and things going on. Um, But yeah, join the Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash groups slash number two black girls, number one rose. Join us on Instagram as well, Two Black Girls, One Rose. Tag us in your story. Share us with the world. Um, Justine always posts some fun, like, polls and questions and things. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. interact with us. It's a good time. Um, we're having the DMs as well. So don't be afraid we to are. slide in there. Um, all right. Justine. Mm. I know you do. Yes. Um, do you have any lovely church announcements? I do. Um, so shout out to Erm, I think it's Erm with an M, and Perry, both emailing us. Perry actually emailed us during the show about something pretty interesting um, about Ben's moment. Um, we'll get into it during the actual moment, but she was talking okay. about how people have to, are being like forced to reveal their traumas on the show. Mm. In order to relate to the lead. Yeah, that is a thing. (laughs) That is a thing. It's been a topic of discussion, I think, every season. Yeah. I think now with Ben 
admitting so much in the past two consecutive episodes, it seems like it's the only way to get to Mm -hmm. the lead is what Mm -hmm. it looks like. And it's just like, open up, open up. And then this is what he has to open. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do think, eh, but you, you also are free to make your own choices too. So there's like that as well. Right. Um, And just overall wanted to say, thank you for all of the great feedback about Touche's soapbox. Uh, We got a lot of love in the DMs, a lot of love in the in the inbox about how people loved and related to or whatever Mm -hmm. um, about your soapbox last week. It was great. I'm glad to balance it out Mm -hmm. because I was seeing a lot of the opposite. (laughs) That's why I got up on the the soapbox. So I'm happy to hear that people also felt my same way. That's something needed to be Mm -hmm. said, like in defense of Tasia. Um, Mm -hmm. So good. Nice. Yeah. Try to add another perspective. Yeah. Um, and then we have a couple of birthdays. Shout out to Suzanne and Michaela. It's your guys' birthdays hey. this week. Oh my God. And shout out to Natasha. It's her birthday in five minutes. Five minutes. Oh, man. <laughs> Wild. Wild, man. Oh, man. You guys Sag are crazy. season. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Would you say Michaela and Suzanne? Suzanne, you're in great company. You with are. me this week and with Justine yep. for the whole Zodiac season. So, yeah. Enjoy, guys. Celebrate Enjoy. Oh, my God. A friend, can I just tell you, I can't wait to give you your present. Oh, I cannot I wait can't to receive wait. said present. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming from all different places. Oh. And hopefully, uh, Irving gets it to me. Irving is my lovely mailman. <laughs> so hopefully, who? he gets it all to, <laughs> all to me on time. Oh, yay. Um, yeah. I'm excited. Oh. Justine is, her love language is gift giving. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's your top one, but yeah. that's oh, one yeah. of yours for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, always very thoughtful in gifts. Always gives a gift. I definitely go birthdays where I don't give shit to you. <laughs> just get my presents and a hug. Cause I'm just like not the best Which gift giver. Great. <laughs> yes. Which is great. I'm trying to do better. But um, yeah, Justine is always the one for a great gift. So I'm very excited mm-hmm. for my birthday gift this year. Thanks, friend. Yeah. Um, and then shout out to the cookout crew, Michaela, Erin, Sarah, Ava, Tracy, Becca, Kalia, Sam, Rachel, Monica, Lexi, Jenna, Marsha, Louisa, Stephanie, and Zakia. Shout out to all of you guys in the cookout crew. You guys are the best. I know that's long too. It's getting crowded in there too. It's getting crowded. This cookout Mm -hmm. is (laughs) running out of seats. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> go get some more folding chairs for y'all. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh Love my you guys. God. That's it for church announcements. I do have a little special announcement oh. about a listener um, that I want to add to church announcements real quick. So we have a listener named Kara that I want to give a massive shout out to. She is a listener who reached out um in the email box a few weeks ago i almost missed the email justine flicked it to mm-hmm. me and said i think this is for you um mm-hmm. you guys know i run a nonprofit called dorsen community foundation i post about it all the time on our instagram i you know chat about it sometimes and kara heard me talking about dorsen and the work that i do helping um our students within the inner city of north jersey and she took it upon herself to get her company to donate us some laptops that they were 
no longer using or mm-hmm. were being handed back in by employees who were leaving or fired. I'm not sure. Um, she got a donation of, I think we're now like 17 MacBook laptops. No. Yes, girl. She handled Whoa. the shipping to us, all the paperwork, Whoa. all the everything. My students now have 17 laptops coming their way. Yeah. I can't even, I can't thank this woman enough yeah. <laughs> for this. wow. Because you know the struggles that students are dealing with, with remote learning, yep. particularly students yep. from vulnerable populations, low income, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for, you know, students of color within urban school, under, underserved populations. Um, I see it every day or every week mm-hmm. in our virtual classes, our students who are getting, you know, kicked off Zoom because either their Wi-Fi is not working yeah. or their laptop is fried or whatever Chromebook mm-hmm. that their school gave to them is just like not yeah. working today. Um, yeah. And it really, really affects their learning and their academic success. Mm-hmm. Um, and sh- this woman, I, I just can't even thank her enough, like the impact yeah. that this laptop donation is going to make on my students and this is just a listener who just reached out, heard me talking, and decided to just wanted to make an action and make some change. And I just want to give a special shout out to Kara. Oh, Kara. Because this weekend, or no, next weekend, we're actually going to be distributing the laptops to our students. Okay. Um, okay. So it's taken us some time just to get all the the logistics together and how we're going to like do this whole laptop program, which is a great problem to have. But now I have 17 (laughs) laptops. I have to figure out what the hell I'm going to do with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But very exciting next weekend, we're going to be giving them out. And I just want to just give a huge, huge, huge shout out. and Thank you to her. And just thank you to all of our listeners who just support us, even in Mm -hmm. our regular ass lives. Um, Cause you know, Justine and I have full lives outside of bachelor, outside the bachelor podcast. And for you guys to support, you know, our endeavors and our regular lives as well really means a lot. Um, it's just I can't even I can't even express in words the impact that this yeah, yeah. her just reaching out and me, you sending me that email and me <laughs> responding to her and then <laughs> yes. just like seeing where this goes. And now it's turned yeah. into 17 MacBooks are now going to be distributed to my students. It's awesome. Shout out to you, Kara. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um and yeah, just want to give a public, you know, Absolutely. pitch of gratitude to this amazing. Oh woman. my God, Kara, shout out to you. That's incredible. Shout out to you, Kara, because you're closing the gap secretly yes. and minimally using, I'm sure, some white man CEO's money <laughs> to yes. then shift those those Redirect funds and resources, resources. right over to <laughs> kids. It's the kids who need them mm-hmm. and who are really the future leaders of mm-hmm. at least Essex County. At least. So, yes. <laughs> so thank you, Kara. Thank oh, you, Kara. So much, much, much appreciate. And check out my nonprofit, Dorsen Community Foundation. That <laughs> All right. So moving on, I do have some Bachelor mm-hmm. Nation news. All right. <laughs> Um, so firstly, we have a new Matt James promo poster. What? We also released a little new trailer teaser, but I didn't really show that much. But, um, you know, they're big on the puns. So his pun is a Matt made in heaven. 
No, I thought it was the Matchler. Damn, ew. A <laughs> mat made in oh, heaven. God. A mat made in heaven. <laughs> it's That's so a, stupid. That that sounds like it's a dumb one. I don't I don't want to be problematic, but that sounds like a speech impediment. <laughs> Damn, a mat like a uh, like a, a mat made in a mat. Yeah. A little a little lisp. A little lisp situation. Ain't nothing wrong um, with a lisp, but no sounds like lisp, it to me. On a primetime television poster for the first Black <laughs> no. Bachelorette. I don't want my tagline to sound like somebody with a lisp, okay? Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's looking very suave in his mm-hmm. photo. Um, one thing's interesting that we didn't talk about, I, I don't think. Um, I think last week or two weeks ago, I put up a like a poll. Like, mm-hmm. is Matt James a smoke show or Oh, nah? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Right? Well, the poll came in. It was damn near like 50-50. It was pretty close. I told you. He's, it it's that close. closeted Republican look. Yeah. So that most people's, so everybody in the DM was explaining <laughs> their yes, choice. Like why yes. they chose <laughs> yes or no, smoke show or not. <laughs> A lot of people were saying, similar to you, like that he, they can see the appeal. They see that he's attractive, but they're mm-hmm. not attracted to him. Nope. Um, and then a lot of common reasons were the whole registered Republican thing just yeah. didn't sit well with people. Mm-hmm. Um, a whiff of cornballness oh, <laughs> was whiff. for a lot of people as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was funny, and um, I still think he looks fine as hell. That that promo really? poster, he looks good. I, I get it though; he's very attractive. I don't think I'm attracted to him. Yeah. But I can appreciate his beautifulness. I'll say that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was one piece of news. Second piece of news. So Tasia mm-hmm. was on Higher Learning. So that's Rachel yes. Lindsay's other podcast, like non-bachelor mm-hmm. podcast. Um, and with she co-hosts with uh, Van Lathan. Mm-hmm. And Tasia was on. She was talking about her racial identity Mm-hmm. Um, which again, like brings up a lot of stuff we're talking about last episode. And she kind of gave her side of things, her opinion, um, or not her opinion, how she identifies. And she strongly identifies as biracial. So mm, okay. as she says, I am African American and Mexican. Mm-hmm. And she talked about how high school was really the time where she started to sh- more strongly identify with her Mexican identity as well. Not just mm-hmm. saying I'm black, <clears throat> because that's how mm. people see her, what, you know, right? whatever. Um, but actually, she has tons of family in Mexico. She's oh, very cool. culturally Mexican. She's That's yeah. a whole side to her. Um, and so she started to identify more with both identities, Black and Mexican, mm-hmm. um, which is true. I mean, even we on this podcast always are like, go Tasia, first Black or second Black bachelorette. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think most people kind of exclusively refer to her as like the black bachelorette. Black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that isn't fair. It is true in essence that, yeah. you know, we are denying a whole half of her, which is a yeah. huge part of her identity. She yeah. is. Yeah. The second black bachelorette and the first biracial bachelorette and the first right. Mexican bachelorette. Right. 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 So yeah. All of yeah. the things. So I like that she, I like that she was just bringing that conversation up and mm-hmm. allowing mixed race biracial people to be heard because yeah. I'm sure there is, there's probably women who are Mexican or 
half black, half Mexican who listen to this podcast. And they may be like, why yeah. aren't we ever saying her Mexican identity? And right. y'all are right. This is true. She is a full Mexican woman. Not full. She's <laughs> half. She's but half. <laughs> that yeah. is a whole part of her identity um, that she wears very proudly. And so that was yeah. like a huge thing for her that she kind of self-identifies as. Mm-hmm. Um, I did go on Reddit. You know, I, mm-hmm. I sniff on Reddit. What? Every now and then. Um, wow. That's where I first saw that she was on oh, their, their podcast. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I went and listened to it. Um, but yeah, people on Reddit were talking about how they found it interesting that she refers to herself as African American instead of mm-hmm. black, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was interesting as well. I was, as I was listening, mm-hmm. I, I personally don't know any black people who call themselves African American. It takes so long to say, why it's... am I saying all those words when I can say black? <laughs> And I can that say is black. preposterous. Yep. <laughs> it is very long-winded and just ridiculous sounding. Um, but yeah, I just, I did notice that as well. It's like, huh, mm. interesting. Because I really also, only know white people that say African-American. I don't know any black people who say African-American. But she's from Orange County. Maybe there yes. people just don't say black. Maybe her dad Could doesn't be. say black. Could so be. she just literally grew up saying African-American. Um interesting yeah that could be it that could be it because then it brings up in my head i just had a whole conversation with myself (laughs) about how um black is encompassing of the diaspora right Mm -hmm. and um Mm -hmm. so when you segment out like i'm african-american i i'm happy to be with all of the black people Mm mm-hmm of of everywhere, yeah, you know, club me with everybody, <laughs> with everybody. Yeah, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. She could have grown up somewhere where they only say African. I can totally see those those particular white people mm-hmm. only saying African American. Mm-hmm. Even to you, who is Jamaican American, I can see them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even when you saying I'm Jamaican, calling you African American. Yeah. So oh, no. yeah. This interesting perspective. It just made me think about the term again. Like I, I know I never ever say African American, <laughs> and I never hear it. Like and I never hear it, like ever. But in the interview, yeah. anytime she referred to black, she always said mm-hmm. African American. It's just like mm. interesting to like see and hear, um, and just like maybe think like how did she grow up? Maybe that's yeah. what. Yeah. Maybe her dad refers to himself as African American, and that's yes. a term that he he uses that in that way. And mm-hmm. my dad doesn't, and so I grew up saying black. Your dad black. isn't, yeah. And he, yeah, he would never, I think, identify as African American as African. American. That term is yeah. very just confusing. It's it is right. <laughs> very. <laughs> On Jesus and Mero, they asked Charlize Theron if she was African-American because she's from South Africa. Because she's from South Africa. That's the confusing bit. I always think about it from that way. White Africans who maybe have a parent who's American or grew up in America, aren't they technically Mm -hmm. African-American? (laughs) African-American. The whole thing doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Oh, gosh. Um, but yeah, anyways, that yeah, but shout out to Tasia and her, uh, Mexican mama and yes. her Mexican identity. Her Absolutely. Whole Mexican mama. And she said she, yeah. her, her, one of her uncles is a Senator in Mexico. What? She has like for real, for real family. One of her uncles is a, I think she said her, she has an uncle who's a priest and another uncle who's a Senator. So she that got like family for real, for real so down there. 
mad that her season is in quarantine. We could have gotten a blessing from her pastor. Can you imagine? Mexican uncle. I know. Theo. I think they definitely would have went to Mexico too. Definitely. They definitely would have. And we would it would have been cool. Like Mexico City. It would have been cool. Yeah. Damn, yo. But yeah, we have Motel 6, so. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Oh, well. Horrible. We'll see it on Instagram, I'm sure. When she's allowed to go. This is true. Um, but yeah, that's it for Bachelor Nation News. Let's cool. Dive into this recap at a smooth 12, 12 10 a.m. on Wednesday. <laughs> uh huh. On your birthday. <laughs> on my birthday. Shout out mm-hmm. to me. Um, all right. So, start off the episode. Um, Tasia is still on this two on one with mm-hmm. Bennett and Noah. Mm. And they are still bickering back and forth she is so mm-hmm. over this teenage boy drama as she puts mm-hmm. it and again tells bennett that he was questioning her integrity when he's saying that she could never right. be with Noah or whatever right. he's questioning her her decision making skills her ability mm-hmm. her integrity um so then tasia she notices the box sitting on the mm-hmm. table the gift box and asks what's in it and Bennett with his uh 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 exactly and he just said you know that was a gift i gave to noah and she didn't dig any deeper i still wanted her to pick up that box and pull out the sock pull out the this pull out Mm -hmm. just have him explain himself but she just kind of let him have it i personally think that is the moment she decided that bennett's going home mm -hmm, because she knew that box was full of bullshit (laughs) yeah and none for her and she was like wow Mm -hmm. Mm. You really came over here with all of this and you're telling me I'm on here for TV? Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. So Tasia and Bennett go off and chat and she, you know, she's just very disappointed with him. She's like, I yeah. genuinely care for you, but have you... Mm-hmm. She asks him, she's like, have you ever questioned my integrity? Mm-hmm. And he's kind of, you know, denying it, talking in circles. And <clears throat> Tasia goes in on him yeah she does she goes in she says it doesn't matter why these other men are here to you it doesn't matter like what my connection is with them you don't have the right to tell anyone that they don't have a chance with me because mm-hmm. you're questioning in essence you're questioning my integrity and saying that i'm not capable of making sound decisions for myself right. and my future right and when she broke it down like that i was like mm, that's that's it right there mm-hmm. that is <laughs> that's that it. is and it sucks because ben is right you ain't choosing Noah. You ain't choosing Noah. <laughs> and we saw him at the Mentel preview. So we know you ain't choosing Noah. <laughs> but right. still, yeah, still, still. The, it's just the point. It's the point it's of the it It's the point, all. exactly. Yeah. Um, so he just apologizes and explains why he thinks Noah isn't good for her mm-hmm. and talks again about the four components of emotional intelligence and how he's Which, deficient. Why does he free. keep bringing that up? I don't know. That's not hitting like he wants it to. It's I don't not. He's keep repeating himself until it sounds good at one of these times. Like, the bro, fuck? that's not sticky. Like, not you can't enough keep with saying this. That. The four components and he's deficient in three. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's like, you know, I just want nothing to do but to love you up. Another phrase he said before. Mad weird. He said that before? He said it to Noah when he... he what did he say to know? He's like, I don't want to he's be fighting. I, or he's like, I'm not trying to talk down to you. I'm just trying to love you up and kind of give you some manly oh. advice. Oh. Yeah. Ew. He said it already. 
Oh my god, I cringed so hard when he oh, said, "I just want to love you love up." You what up? does that mean? That know. sounds like there's baby oil involved. <laughs> I don't like the sound of that at all. Not involving Bennett. Ugh. Ew. Mm-mm. So he's just, you know, doing Bennett, talking a good talk, trying to mm-hmm. patch things over, and Tasha's just like, literally, she was like, "Okay, yeah, all right, she's done." She yeah. she was so over him. She didn't even like mm-hmm. give him much <laughs> back. Yeah. Now, when Tasia sits with Noah, she's, like, way warmer with him. Mm-hmm. Um, she starts off the conversation. She has a little bit of a smile on her face. Mm-hmm. And she says to him, she's like, I'm confused because we have a connection, but you're the common denominator in all this drama. <laughs> yeah, you're the center of the drama. Yeah. So what's the deal? Mm-hmm. And Noah just talks about how, like, Bennett talks down to people. And then he mm-hmm. told her about the gift and mm-hmm. all the different mm-hmm. items of the gift that he gave and how condescending he is. And, you know, you don't deserve that, Tasia. Then this nigga, like, fake cries or feigns yes, getting emotional. Yeah, I don't know. He, like, does a sharp inhale and puts his head down. <laughs> right. And signaling, and like, this is me crying now. Yeah. But I don't see a tear in sight. Now one, now one. one. Lord, Noah really—he mm. studied this. He studied. Yes, this he's the only one who the watched, and one. he watched with notes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so Noah and Bennett, they get back, they chatting, and Noah is telling him how, um, you know, you're questioning his emotional intelligence. Bennett's saying mm-hmm. that you're not very self-aware about how condescending you talk down to people. Oof. And I'm happy he pointed that out. I'm like, you got that one, Noah. You got that yeah. one for sure. Yeah. Um, and so time for the rose. Tasia, you know, she says to Bennett how, you know, you make me feel very special. Um, but I do worry that you're condescending in how you talk to people and how you mm-hmm. question my intentions. And then Three to Noah. Big ones. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then to Noah, she says, you know, the thing that I'm worried about with you is that you're not ready for marriage at the end of this. Mm-hmm. Which is true. He is a 25-year-old traveling nurse. Like, yeah, who he is not traveling, saving people from COVID. He's here on the bachelorette. <laughs> exactly. So that's an issue all in itself. That is an issue, my dude. <laughs> Lord. Um. And so, yeah, she turns to Bennett and says, unfortunately, I cannot give you this rose. Mm-mm. And he looks astonished. Mm-hmm. She walks him out and he's like, is this really goodbye? It was like very similar to when she walked easy out and he was like, is, I was, it, is it yes. over? <laughs> I was trying to think of who that was and it was just last week. It was just yeah. last week, but easy. Mm-hmm. I feel like these guys have been so cooped up in Motel 6 for so long that they like so forgot long. there's an outside world and they yes. forgot they have a life to get yeah. back to. Yes. <laughs> They're like, wait, where do I go from here? Is this, <laughs> this is the end of the road? What happens next? Like, yeah. the fuck? Don't, you're not dead. Like, she's not yeah. telling you to follow the light. Just go home. Fuck out of here. Go home. But also, wasn't this filmed in July? I think so. I forget. Like, June, August, July. Yeah. Somewhere around there. And it's not airing till now. Right. So they've had so long to just marinate on this. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he's just still trying to shoot his shot. He's going on and on about how mm-hmm. Noah has qualities that he doesn't see in a father. And he's so mm-hmm. sorry for ever questioning her. And, um, you know, he's trying to sound very apologetic and sincere. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but he still gotta go. You gotta go. Back. Yeah, you still have to get in this limo. It's still time for you to go. Yeah, uh, you gotta go. Mm-hmm. Um, just this like this privileged, elitist, condescending yeah. douche character. Like I don't. Yeah, character. That like, he's like why? fitting a little too well. That he's fitting very well and is yeah. leaning hard into this character. Yeah. yeah. Why? How is this attractive? Mm-hmm. Why is this? I don't. I don't know. Um. But yeah, back inside now. Noah, he's cheesing. He's all hype. Oh, laughing to himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tasia comes back inside. <laughs> corrects him real quick. <laughs> yeah, like stop smiling right now. She said, Did you nope, see him? Don't be smiling. F- five million Tic Tacs. I <laughs> saw people talking about that on Twitter. I missed oh that. Oh my though. God, he like swallowed a half of a box of Tic Tacs. It was that quite is some odd. Psychopath shit. It is. Where do you even get Tic Tacs? No. I didn't know they still made them. <laughs> right? Where do you see Tic Tacs at? I don't even know. Where? That's a good point. I don't remember the last time I had a Tic Tac. Right? At least 15 years. At least, <laughs> At least. high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I just had to point that out. It was too strange. Not strange. Too. <laughs> right. So, yeah, Tasia's like, don't be smiling. This is yeah. not a victory for you by mm-hmm. any means. Mm-hmm. And she let him know. She's like, that was hard. I had feelings for Bennett. This is not how I wanted to say goodbye to him. So it's not in my mm-hmm. plan. And to be honest with you, Noah, I'm not going to give you this rose either. Not right now. Um, so she's like, I'm not going home right now, but I'm not giving you this rose yeah. right now. Um, but I just don't know how I feel. So I guess I'll see you later. <sighs> I was hoping she would tell him to go home. I know. I was hoping to. Oh, well. But, so Noah heads back to the boys, tells them the whole deal. Bennett went home, mm-hmm. <clears throat> wishes them well at the cocktail party. Um, and Tasia, she comes in and just lets them know that like, she wants a good night. No bullshit. She's tired mm-hmm. of the shit. Hometowns are around the corner. She's already worried about that. Ain't nobody got time for this bullshit. So she goes off with Riley first. Mm-hmm. And Riley says how today is their one week anniversary of being boyfriend and girlfriend. Very cute, but also a lie. <laughs> but very cute. Yeah. But in his head, I mean, didn't he, he asked her to be his girlfriend? I think they signed a uh, contract. Oh, yes. Cynthia. I was going to say Cynthia Nixon. What's that girl's name? On Real Housewives of Atlanta. Remember she made Nene sign a friend contract? Oh, Cynthia Bailey. Yeah. Cynthia Bailey. (laughs) Unless Cynthia Bailey made her sign a contract. Yeah. Or boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm hmm. Um, So, yeah, he like surprised her with a little like anniversary like cake or something. Yeah, got a little budget, got a little room service. Something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Something. Um, Riley's cute. He's precious. He's growing on me. Gro- I mean, really growing on me. Because at first I was like, you are a hotepitarian mess. <laughs> but he is growing on me. And he exactly. came with, I think, two or three iterations of poetry. So I was definitely yeah. not with it. Ooh, that's um, true. You really yeah. turned the tide. <laughs> I did. I, I did. He's, I, I am liking him more and more. There's subtle interactions. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm liking them. They're nice. Yeah, he's sweet. He's very, mm-hmm. um, he's very, what is the word? He just seems very earnest and like yeah, persistent and genuine. And mm-hmm. he's like putting his best foot forward. He's trying his best. Like, yeah. And it just comes out very sincere. So mm-hmm. I'm liking it. 
Um, Zach and Tasha get some time together. He brings over yes. a framed photo from their photo shoot. Their little shoot, which was actually mm-hmm. a nice photo. It was a nice photo. It was cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he has a rose already, so he's, you know, he's feeling good. Mm-hmm. Um, good and confident. Um, Tasha and Brendan sit down together. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we all loved Brendan, but then now we haven't seen him in forever. And <laughs> we literally forgot about him. <laughs> literally forgot about him. Ivan and Ben are fantastic. Zach is great. Yeah. Riley, like, Brendan's just kind of in the shuffle at this point. And Brendan has a little too many uh, shiny photos on Instagram for me. He does a lot of photo shoots, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes me a little nervous. I don't yeah. know how I feel about it. I don't know. I don't know but for now, we'll, we'll rock with Curly Tough for now. He seems nice. He seems nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they basically talk about how, um, like, getting any time with her at all just lights up his day because he has yeah. some rough days in the house, emotional, mm-hmm. or, you know, you wake up and you're second-guessing everything, and so mm-hmm. it's just nice to mm-hmm. get any time with her because it's obviously been a hot minute. Hot minute. Um, one thing about Brendan, I hated his outfit. Terrible, Natasha. Terrible. Oh my god. Fashion Nova for men, written all over it. it. Oh my god. It was wretched. It was like a cerulean blue mock turtleneck. Mock turtleneck, but the mock was accentuated with a a a choker-like embroidery. (laughs) Oh god, it was horrible. Across the mock neck. Oh and then he's wearing it with a blazer. It was just very yeah. strange. It was all. not it. I'm not Horrible it, look. Brendan. Yeah, it looked like ASOS clearance rack. Absolutely. Yes, it gave me mm-hmm. just this was on sale. Mm-hmm. Like this was on sale at TJ Maxx on sale. Exactly. And it's been Ross on sale for, for multiple less. seasons. So it's been yes. marked down. It's about $5. Nobody's buying <laughs> it because it's ugly. And he bought it and wore it on he national television. It. Either that or it's like Versace. Or or that, yeah. Or it's like <laughs> completely high end and we don't know what we talk about because it's high fashion, but the shit's ugly. It's ugly though. It's ugly. Oh, it's ugly. God. Lord. Um, okay, time for the rope ceremony. Um, mm-hmm. Saw JoJo quickly. Loved JoJo's dress, as I said. Love how JoJo's looking this season. Mm-hmm. I was also surprised. I was like, what the fuck is this bitch doing here? I forgot. <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I know. I was like, what's she? Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now, going into the rose ceremony, we had like Ed, Damar, Blake. What are they even still doing here? Yo, Blake got to go. Blake has to opt out. Like, he has, he has to, to go. opt out. He's got to resign. He's got to yeah. exit himself out. <laughs> yes. What, Ed? How did Ed last this long? He slipped. He just slipped under the radar. Truly. But has yeah. been part of drama, though. Has been part of a lot of drama. Yeah, he has. But then the guys who were uh, more like loud with their machismo, they're the ones who got kicked off first. Mm. He didn't get to do anything like punishable. You no. know what I mean? He's just like whiny and annoying. Annoying. Kind of slips under. Yeah. Like looking at him like, how man. the hell? And then he and his inf- confessional talking about, if, if I don't oh. get a rose tonight, Noah's to blame. No, no, time. bitch, what? <laughs> bitch, no. what? Oh my God. First of all, talk about this is a waste of time. First of all, what were you doing? What were you doing here? Like, no, what were you doing before anyway? What you mean is a waste of time? He said, the, oh he said what God. was a waste of time? Said that like, this was all worth it. Like, this was all worth my time if I stay here. Oh. Um, 
Like, what? What, then, what were you doing? It's a national pandemic outside. What were you doing anyway, sir? There was. And you're lucky that you lasted this long. So, yeah, sure are. Now, rose ceremony. We have a couple of people who already have a rose Zach. Yes. Ben, Buzz, and Ivan. So, ready going in with yes. roses. I got very nervous when I saw those five roses on the table. I was like, how the fuck is she going to do this? I, me too. But, I forgot. I was like, shit, <laughs> the fuck? We're, we're doing a massacre tonight. Goddamn. <laughs> but yeah, so we went in with some people with roses. Mm-hmm. Um, first rose goes to Brendan. Mm-hmm. So nice. He gets a little validation there. Um, then Riley. Mm-hmm. Then Blake. Which Why? One. Why are you? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I got to get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media just the over accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even gonna lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp dot com slash two b g one r. You still here? Oh my god! And then last rose, we have a couple people left: Damar, Spencer, mm-hmm. who I also forgot, mm-hmm. Ed, and Noah. And of course, Noah gets the last rose. Of course, of course. Um, so we gotta say goodbye to a POC. A POC. We gotta say goodbye to Damar really sad but damar i know you are killing it on peloton i know those white women in arizona are fiending after you damar (laughs) oh i know you're doing great that's crazy damar has lasted this long and we still know nothing about him except absolutely instructor yep (laughs) that's nothing that's that's all i can ever comment on because that's all we know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but um i'm sure we'll see him in paradise or pop up somewhere yeah yeah 
Um, all right, so we got seven guys left. We're, mm-hmm. we're actually weeding through. We it's, are. Drop down, right? It's a mm-hmm. good number here. Um, now, the next day, JoJo arrives. She lets the guys know um, that next week is hometown week. Which that also it, came up fast. God damn. It did. Because that means, I guess, that three guys are going home next week? I guess. I was like, damn. So she's yeah. cutting this down. That's a lot. That's a lot emotionally for her to do in one yeah. like, week to send home yeah. half the group, basically. Jesus. Mm. Um, but anyways, JoJo drops off a date card, and it is for Buzz. And so excited. So excited. This date. Good. I'm just waiting for this. Um, <laughs> the card says, falling in love is full of surprises. Mm-hmm. Now, Zach, that's not even his moment, but he burst into tears. <laughs> I mean, full-blown breakdown. Full-blown breakdown, mainly, I mean, basically over the hometown's announcement and just how real yeah. this has become for him. This is one of the many indications on this episode that Zach has never not only watched The Bachelor, but reality TV. Because <laughs> he's, like, really taking this seriously. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh my yeah. God, she's about to be my wife. She's about mm-hmm. to be my family. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow, I'm about to have a wife. Meanwhile, yeah. nigga, you sitting around her at fucking six other boyfriends. What do you mean? <laughs> Oh my God! But he, poor thing. he came here for love. He He's did. One I he can did. say who I don't think is here for Instagram. I don't even think I've seen mm-hmm. his Instagram really to see like what's on. No. It. But I mean, he came here for this woman right here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it. not even this woman. The other one. The other one first. The... He came here <laughs> to find a wife. Point yeah. blank. Period. What is Zach? Thirty six. Thirty six. He's the oldest one there, I think. Uh, um, him and Bennett. I think are the same age. Him and Bennett. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, he's all emotional. He said, my mom and my dad are my heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, them getting to see how happy I've been these last few weeks with Tasia is just a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. He's just so excited about just like the direction his life is going. He's like, I might have a yeah. wife at the end of this. Yeah. Like, this is huge. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh my um, gosh. I know. Now, Buzz and Tasia go off on their one-on-one. Very hyped Did you think Tasia looked a little regular here? This is the first time where I was yeah. like, damn, she's a little regular. This is this outfit was one of the most regular, I'd say. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just like a little camisole, like silk camisole. Silk and yeah, a little, and a little denim hot pants, shorts. shorts. Yeah. That's yeah, it. nothing. Not yeah. I think all of her all of her outfits of this episode were just not the greatest. <sighs> not my favorites. Not my no. favorite. She's been killing the game though this whole season. She like, has. She has one one off episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she meets up with Buzz. JoJo rolls up on a little motor scooter. Mm-hmm. Tells them that she set up this whole kind of date oasis thing for them, but they have to go on a little scavenger hunt on the scooters around the resort and find yes. the clues. And Finally, a scavenger hunt date. I know. Took long. I thought this would have been yeah. like. I mean, they, they could do this date multiple times, and it's still and cute they kinda- and fun. You kind of did with Brendan. Remember when they were getting margaritas and they got ice cream and they got uh, right. blah, blah, blah on the horses. Yeah. But they weren't looking for anything. No. This is like fun because there's notes and clues and shit. Mm-hmm. It's cute. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're zipping around the resort. They had to hit pinatas and mm-hmm. find little cards and all this stuff. Um, but yeah, eventually they sit and chat and Buzz is saying how he you know, hasn't been on a date in a while and how he... He, he was talking a lot about just wanting to be perfect all the time and not sharing mm-hmm. things with her because he doesn't want to burden her. So kind of giving us a preface to what we learn later. 
Um, and Tasia, she's just like, you know, if I could be the best, if I could be the best person to help you open up, we might have something special. Cause she sees Mm. how he's like very closed off, but she's like, if I can be that person to kind of bring this out of you, then I think we could have something here for real. She's also what I want to point out to the listener email that we got earlier today. Mm -hmm. She's also noticing little clues that he has a story to tell, right? Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to burden you. I haven't been on a date in a while. Look mm-hmm. at how good looking he is. What do you mean you haven't been on a date in a while? What are you talking right. about? What's going on? <laughs> what is going on here with that? And like, mm-hmm. um, I want to be perfect all the time. Like mm-hmm. all these little things that's telling you these little indicators that he's been through something that yeah. she needs to know more about. Right. Right. Exactly. So going into dinner, Ben immediately got my invite to the cookout. Wow. He complimented her on her shoes. Yes, that was cute. That was cute. I love yeah. I love someone who just has attention to detail. I love a man mm-hmm. who compliments specifics. Mm, yeah. You know, not yes. just, oh, you look beautiful tonight or you look mm-hmm. so pretty, but mm-hmm. that's a bomb ass purse. Or yeah. I like those well, shoes. Purse. Like, <laughs> all that'd of be, anything that'd be something yeah I, but they notice that when they notice yeah. something like oh damn your outfit looks dope or i love how yeah. you did your hair like that like i love yeah. when guys compliment specifics it's so much more thoughtful mm-hmm. um so just a little moment but you got my cookout invite for that yeah oh right. nice buzz we'll see you there mm-hmm. so tasia she's very excited for ben to open up because she knows mm-hmm. she, as you said she knows there's a story she knows there's something to tell Mm-hmm. Also, she already can see him meeting her family. So she's like already, you can tell right. she's already envisioning these things that she's like, oh, okay, yeah. I need to like find out what the hell's going on or like what's yeah. his story. Um, but yeah, Ben, as I said, he just is so filled with gratitude. He, mm-hmm. you know, just beaming. He tells her, I can't believe this is real life. I am so thankful to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no idea my feelings would happen that I would like develop feelings this so quickly. Fast. Yeah. Um, and then Tasia, she says to him, you know, since day one, I've always said that you're almost too perfect. Mm-hmm. And he's and like, damn, what? I know. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, I know you're holding back and I can mm-hmm. feel like there's some hurt there, mm-hmm. which is that's a lot. But she's letting him know, like, I already see it. Right. So let's just dive into it. Like, you're safe yeah. because I'm mm-hmm. I'm letting you know that, like, I, I understand there's something there. Let's talk about it. Not only you're safe, you're also not hiding very well. So, like, let's get this over <laughs> so with let's now. let's just dive in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, Ben, you know, he shares how he was raised in a house where he you know being perfect was expected and Mm -hmm. um he had everything provided for him like physically physically yeah everything Mm -hmm. um but was left kind of neglected emotionally Mm -hmm. um and so tasia asked him if he's close with his family because you can tell he's still being very like coy and not fully yeah real pc about very pc yes and she's still trying to pull things out all right Mm -hmm. so you're emotionally neglected from your family right are you close with them what's that you know tell me more right um and he tells her how he you know his sister he's very close with her she changed his life Mm-hmm. Um, 2018 was a rough year for him. He was in the military. I guess he thought he was going to be there forever, and mm-hmm. he broke he broke his back, which is also that's insane. That's a whole other layer of shit he went through. God damn to go through, yeah. 
broke his back at 26, could barely walk, um, said he was living in a city that was too expensive, was just feeling very lost, very dark time in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and he confided a lot in his sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like a lull in the conversation. And you can tell yeah. he's trying to find his words. You can Something is weighing on him and he's debating yes. whether to just come out with it or try to like mask it still. <laughs> yes. And there's so many details that we already know. Right. So is it like PTSD? Is it the bulimia? Is it the what? Mm-hmm. Is, what is, I'm like waiting what for the turn. It? What is it going to be mm-hmm. that he's going to reveal? And it was neither of those things. It was neither of those. Mm-hmm. Um, Buzz reveals. He said, I had two failed suicide attempts in 2018 Oof. and 2019. Mm. Which whew, just gave me chills. I know. That's just saying it out loud. Whew. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he said his sister doesn't know, mm-hmm. but I guess she knows now because he's yeah. saying this on television. Uh huh. And he's just like getting very into. It. He said, "I didn't want to be here anymore. I didn't want to burden anyone with my problems. Um, the only thing that got me through." that time was her and she actually has no idea and he said he didn't tell her a lot because he didn't want to yeah you know weigh her down even more but yeah. <clears throat> whatever support or even that- make her like responsible you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah um but whatever support she gave to him even without her knowing like the depths of the despair of his depression yeah um, helped him out of it and so he yeah he said he was very intentional very aggressive about his therapy that he went through and mm-hmm. the person that you see today is totally different person than he was and um as he's sharing this with her you can see the you could see the weight <laughs> lifting yeah you could yeah. see Off of both said, of them really mm-hmm, right because mm-hmm. she could feel like something was you know heavy looming there Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can feel his relief. You can see, like he said to her, I was very afraid to tell you this, mm-hmm. you know, to tell you these things, but I'm okay. Yeah. And then he like, thanks her. Yeah. That was a very nice moment. Um, and I just love Buzz. I just I know, love him. I love him too. I just want to hug him. <laughs> I know me too. I feel like he would give a good hug also. Mm-hmm. And, um, I love a man who takes his issues seriously mm-hmm. and runs, sprints past the stigma of not getting therapy uh, mm. because you're a man. Mm-hmm. And I love the Bachelorette producers for showing this conversation, for showing all the ums and ahs and hums, I don't knows, mm-hmm. because this stigma has to go. Because there are plenty of buzzes out there who need help Mm -hmm. and should feel fine going to get it. And Mm -hmm. the fact that he talks, not only talks so openly, but is also reflective of that therapy because of how grateful he is and because of how appreciative he is for life Mm -hmm. um, is so amazing. And I just love him. I just love him. Love Ben. I just love him because this is is a lot. I mean, he's struggled with... An eating disorder for, what do you say, 15 years? 15 he, years, yeah. Um, struggled with severe depression that brought him to yeah. the point of suicide. And mm-hmm. he looks like this. He, he smiles looks like, like this. this. He, yeah. His hair, the tendrils fall like this. That like one he is, tendril, yes. <laughs> that one tendril you love. He, he's very mature and he has mm. overcome and has come full circle and is so just grateful and thankful to be here 
And I just mm-hmm. love that. Like he can tell the story and he's still very, it's still, you can tell he doesn't tell the story a lot. Zach yeah. tells his story a lot. Yes. Right. Of course. He's come at right. peace with his yeah. story. Yeah. Um, Buzz, this is probably the first, I think this is the first time he said a lot of that stuff out loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to not a therapist, I'm sure. To yeah. not a therapist. Exactly. Not even his sister knows I some know. of this. Oof. But to see, as you said, like a man who, you know, looks like Buzz, mm-hmm. a lot of people who watch Bachelor, the Bachelor, Bachelor Nation shows, like, look up to people like this or like, yeah, you know, Buzz yeah. is so hot, this is what I want my man to look at, blah, blah, blah. And then you see a man who, you know, has this model-esque, model-esque look and he's a real regular ass person. <laughs> and quite sensitive, Quite sensitive, yeah, and dealing with a lot of issues that us regular ass folk do. So it kind of like do. brings you back yep. down to earth and reminds mm-hmm. you that like everybody has a story, no matter yeah. how perfect, yeah. beautiful, put together somebody is. Mm-hmm. I mean, none of us could have guessed that all of this came behind Buzz. No, right? Just Definitely from like not. face value looking at him. Not that I don't yeah. know what someone with bulimia or depression looks like, but right, I have right, Buzz. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. So I just, yeah, I love that we have someone like this on the show and Mm -hmm. their full story is getting told in a very, Mm -hmm. um, with, with, with Tasia. So with someone who I feel safe for them. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Same. Right. Yes. Like, as you said, very different from Jason and Claire. Like we both Mm. felt like sorry for Jason for that experience he had to go through. Just yes, very worried for Jason Mm -hmm. immediately after. Mm -hmm. Like Yeah. And so Mm. yeah, I just thought it was like a do-over. Like let's okay. Yeah. Let's have another serious moment. Somebody dive into their story and then Mm -hmm. let it be with somebody who actually like gives a shit and Mm -hmm. (laughs) can, you know, provide some perspective and support and all that stuff. So Um, but yeah, Tasia obviously gives Buzz the rose. Obvi. Obvi. And they walk around the corner for a metaphorical oh, double doors double moment. Double doors. <laughs> and it was not Tennille. It was, where is Tennille? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she had the Roni. Like, where is oh, she? God. Or she said, you know what? That check is not that good for me to fly out here and do this two week quarantine exactly. and all this other shit. Or mm-hmm. I don't have an album coming out because usually she got an album coming out. She got something. Yep. yep. There's a quick, there's an oh. IG post up that same night. <laughs> yeah. Live tour is going on. Or <laughs> whatever the hell she needs from selling. We see you, oh, Tennille. Yes. Um, but yeah, this, I don't know who this man is. He looked like a software developer singer. <laughs> <dude. laughs> I wrote down my notes. He's like a tech intern. <laughs> he does look like a like right? a Palo Alto kind of guy. Silicon Valley. But like he also was singing lyrics that I felt like went with their night, which oh really is a first for mm. my viewing experience because usually it's a sad country song about a breakup or a dog dying or something oh. crazy. Um, but this was, I stupidly didn't write down the lyrics. I was in the moment, but the lyrics Mm. were like nice and went really with like, yeah, like I'm going to be by your side forever, no matter what we go through. Something similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. When Tasia and, uh, I was going to say Tasia and Adam, Jesus, Tasia and Ben were dancing. Did you look at them and were like, that's her husband? Yes. Right. Same. I wrote in my notes. She's in love. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and she said in her confessional that she said, I feel so connected to him right now. Yeah. I could see him being by my side the rest of my life. I truly mm-hmm. love Ben. Love Ben. Yeah. That's, that's it, man. I think that's, I think Ben is I think, it. I think so too. I think so. I, Early predictions. And there's some great yeah. guys here, but I think he, I think yeah. this might be it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, back at Motel 6, date card arrives. It's a group date for mm-hmm. Zach, Brendan, Ivan, Noah, and Riley. Sad. I wanted Riley to truth. get the one-on-one. I know. Yeah. It's cause it. so, so the only person that didn't get it get on the date is Blake. Does that mean Blake is getting the one-on-one? Uh-huh. On? The fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was confused because they didn't really say much during that scene. It was kind of just like yeah. implied. But I was like, why the fuck is Blake getting a one-on-one? I don't know. Especially versus Riley, yeah. Versus Riley or even Noah. I mean, mean, she seems to have a bigger connection with him than Blake. Yeah. I don't know. Very fucking strange. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways, Descartes says, the truth is that I'm falling in love. Mm -hmm. So the guys go off for their group date, meet Tasia at the rec center. (laughs) And (laughs) this is is a big date because this is the Mm -hmm. last date before hometowns. Yep. And you ideally want to be on a one-on-one date before hometowns. If you're on a group date, it's like, you got to really shine. Um, but yeah, they head inside and it's lie detector time. Love this. I love this date. We, I, I haven't it. seen this yet. I I feel like they've done it before, mm-hmm. but it's been a while. So I'm glad they mm-hmm. brought it back out. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. Um, mm-hmm. All the guys look nervous as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even if you don't have something to hide, it's still just like nerve wracking to be hooked up. Yeah, because what if it lies on you? What if right. the lie detector lies, lies on you? What if you lie and have to <laughs> <laughs> talk about it later? Like, God. very nerve-wracking. Um, but Tasia went first, so mm-hmm. just to kind of show them the, the ropes, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, just kind of easy questions. Are you falling in love? Yes. Are you falling in love with more than one person? Yes. Do you regret mm-hmm. sending anyone home? She says no, and it turns orange. Yep. A little foreshadowing for later mm-hmm. in the episode. Um, do you think your husband is in the group of men left? She says yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Ivan, I mean, some funny questions. Have you ever been aroused when spending time with Tasia? Yeah, right. Oh, Obviously, my yes. God. <laughs> do you want children? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Noah, has anyone ever faked an orgasm with you? He said no. That shit. He said that no. That was a lie. <laughs> yeah, but how does the lie detector know? Anyway. I mean, that how would he even know, I guess? Right. How would he know? How would he actually know if a woman faked? Unless he just knows. And... I don't know what the fuck. I don't know either. Uh, I can't even spend time yeah. dwelling um, on that man. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan. Brendan's. So they asked him, are you prepared to propose to Tasia at the end of this? And he said. He said, humana, humana, humana. I hope I get there or something like that. <laughs> I hope I get there. <laughs> something like very, you know, I mean, oh honest. God. Yeah. Which he might not even No. <laughs> yeah. He might not even hope he gets there. Right. Because he knows that that's fucking crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, are you ready to meet Tasia's family? It showed mm. that his answer was inconclusive. Mm. And then are you ready for Tasia to meet your family? Also inconclusive. Mm. So eyebrow raise, little side eye there. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach now 
Mm -hmm. First question, have you ever cheated on someone? He admitted yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Tasia was like, "Mm, the fuck? Yeah, (laughs) yep, because she just got cheated on about three years ago. Not that long ago. not doing this again. No. And she said in her confessional, she's like, I told myself that cheating is a non-negotiable. Once Mm -hmm. a cheater, always a cheater. Yep. And she, as you said, she's dealt with this shit before. Mm-hmm. Um, other question they asked Zach, can you see yourself falling in love with Tasia? And he said, it might have already happened. No. Yeah. Um, what do you think on the whole once a cheater, always a cheater thing? Oh, no, I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think that's fair to put on cheaters specifically. Right. That could be so many things. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. There's so mm-hmm. many uh, indiscretions. That could be mm-hmm. done in a relationship that are damning that we don't right. say once a blank, always a blank, always a blank. Mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I don't think that's fair. Agreed. I can definitely side with Tasia on for her personally, it being a non-negotiable. Absolutely. For her yes. saying I've dealt with this before. I'm yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree. I don't think once a cheater, always a cheater. I think people mm-hmm. can, Definitely make mistakes and never do it again after they yeah. see how much it like fucked up their relationship or fucked up right. themselves or just the deep regret or whatever the fuck. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, next in the hot seat, Riley, mm-hmm. and him going in, he looks nervous, but yeah, but he's the lawyer. He's so also like, why lawyer. you look no- nervous? <laughs> and Don't you know said, how to beat these? That's what I'm saying. And he said he's like he know, he said polygraphs are not always accurate. Mm-hmm. And he knows this as being a lawyer, and you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, the first question they asked was just the the questions, just to kind of calibrate the machine, yeah, like warm up, mm-hmm. warm up questions. So what's your name? And he said Dwayne Riley Henderson or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it showed up that he was lying, lying. Yeah. The first question, so immediately Tasha's was like, and like your fuck? name, like your is it your name? Is that not who are you? <laughs> what so that was an immediate red flag slash like is the machine wrong or is he like Mm -hmm. literally lying about his name what the Mm -hmm. hell um and then same things like are you ready for tasha to meet your family and he said you know i want her to but am i ready for it i don't know Mm -hmm. now time for the nighttime portion of their date Mm -hmm. um tasha's outfit i mean was a lot like curtains he's wearing curtains stop what is this dress a white tube dress with a train i think it was a romper oh yeah worse. it was just <laughs> with very an weird. attached skirt it was, it was it, to me that was like a a wedding reception dress and you take off the the train yeah. and then you're like i'm here to party i can move. yeah i'm ready yeah. to party yeah why are you wearing that to a group date cocktail party <laughs> i don't know I was like tasia girl this is a lot this is a lot Oof. this is not a good look mm. um but anyway she is very hyped to sit down with the guys because mm-hmm. obviously the live sector was very eye-opening so mm-hmm. we have to talk about um first up of course is zach and these yeah. cheating allegations yes right and <laughs> Or not even allegations, like he admitted. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, she's like, cheating does not sit well with me. I don't tolerate Mm -hmm. it. It's why my marriage ended. Like, Mm -hmm. so what the fuck? 
And he tells a story about how he cheated on his first girlfriend. They were in love. He met up with another girl at a bowling alley and they made out. And that first girlfriend was in sixth grade. And he said the girl's name, which is the second indication of him never watching reality TV. He said her name? He was like, and I met up with Emmy and I just realized I French kissed another girl. I was like, yo, well, who's Emmy? Now we got to know her, her at. <laughs> God, I have <laughs> Emmy on Reddit by tomorrow yeah. night. <laughs> Poor Emmy. Um, but obviously it was like a nice, uh, like lighthearted moment. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. Um, this was actually my what Tasia deserves moment. Oh, nice. Personally, because she, what she doesn't deserve is a cheater. Yeah, so when he admitted true. it and we saw the previews, I was like, fuck, yeah, Zach is I a know. cheater. The I hell? Know. She don't deserve this. Yeah. So I'm happy that it was like turned around very quickly and it was just like a joke and it was his sixth grade girlfriend and, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean anything. Um, I thought a nice moment that Zach also had with her is where he, he told her he hated the question about whether he was falling in love with with her yeah um, during the lie detector and he repeated again he's like i am falling for you and mm-hmm. i hated having to say that then there <laughs> like i yeah. wanted it to be a more intimate setting not mm-hmm. on a group date i love uh, that too because that yeah. was disgraceful that he had to say that for the first time hooked up to a machine <laughs> yeah. and in front of jojo like right staring uh, back at them yeah. back at them um but yeah tasia also reveals you know i'm falling in love with you too so mm-hmm. cute, cute. Mm-hmm. yeah and this is the first like exchange that we've got yes that we seen i don't know what she told buzz that night i don't know what she told buzz wait i mean she told us in the convention in the confessional that she yes. truly loves buzz but i don't yeah. know if, i don't think she said anything to i think we definitely would have saw that moment we would have saw it right okay. right okay so Zach is the first to get like validation. Mm-hmm. Um, Brendan now, so she questions him about his inconclusive answers yes. regarding. She's like, "What's up with this? Yeah, what?" And he says, "I mean, we knew this was like the answer. Like, obviously, at face value, right. he's very excited. Yeah, and right. That's not anything to debate, but." Um, with meeting the family, like similar to Tasha, he also went through a divorce. His family mm-hmm. went through the divorce with him. Yeah, with him. Mm-hmm. Right. Proposing is a big deal. Like he doesn't want to do it again. He doesn't want to introduce a woman again to his family that, you know, it's not going to be the one. So mm-hmm. uh, that's where that inconclusiveness came from. And Tasia, again, she could relate. My family went through my divorce with me too. So I get right. it. Right her divorce and then Colton. I keep forgetting that she made it to third. She did. She made it really far with him. She did. He met her family and dad. He asked the dad for hand in marriage and all that shit or permission or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever the, you know, the, the moves are. Yeah. Um, now Riley, Mm. Riley is nervous. He's crouching. He's crying. Crouching and crying, pacing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot to talk about regarding his family. He, I mean, he made it sound like he got some crazy skeletons in his closet that I he's about thought, to reveal. I thought it was going to be another Dean situation. <laughs> I thought too. That was going to be a I crazy like, family situation. Yes. And I was mm-hmm. like, damn, we definitely got to go hometowns now. We got to go to the Riley's hometown. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right? Because that's like, the oh. only reason old Dean made it to fourth. Mm-hmm. Was that crazy ass hometown that they had? Crazy, right? Oof. Lord. So yeah, Riley, he's very beside himself. Um, mm-hmm. But then finally gets his time to sit with Tasia and is you know immediately very emotional and just kind of shares his whole like why <laughs> his name was a lie or whatever yeah. the hell mm-hmm. during the lie detector. Mm-hmm. And he says his name at birth was Dwayne Henderson Johnson or. Dwayne Henderson Jr., sorry. Okay, yeah. Um, he was named after his father. He's a junior. Mm-hmm. And growing up, he and his father, they were great. Everything was all good. Um, but when he got older, they had a falling out. Mm-hmm. And I guess his parents went through a divorce, and the dad mm-hmm. got sole custody of him yeah. and his brother. Mm-hmm. And in living with his dad, he just heard a lot of shit. The dad would just shit on the mom. The basically. mom. Mm-hmm. And so he spent a lot of his life just resenting his mother and mm-hmm. his mother lost out on time with them yeah, because right. the dad got sole custody and mm-hmm. then his, the two sons don't want shit to do with her because the dad was just telling her Talking so bad about how her. terrible she is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, he said he finally, you know, developed his own relationship with his mom. He ended up having falling out with his dad and, Decided he just needed to like start fresh with everything, I guess, with his yeah. relationship with his mom and everything, and decided to legally change his name. Mm-hmm. And basically, so as not to be a junior and be associated with right. his dad anymore. Yeah. Which, yikes. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, that's the sense. He's like distancing himself, right? Himself. From right. His from father. like the, the legacy of his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the name uh, conversation is really interesting. I had this conversation the other day with two mm-hmm. of my friends about changing our names when we get married. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like mm-hmm. you spent however long building up this with name. Your name. Then, oh, with your name. And then all of a sudden it's like, nope. Mm-hmm. You you got my name now. Now. And, right. Um, I guess because I'm not named after anyone, I don't mm-hmm. feel that sort of attachment to my name. But if I was a junior, I could mm. definitely see changing it for sure. Mm, just to kind of form your own identity, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Or going by, I feel like some juniors go by like mid, their middle name. Middle a lot. name. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he said his, his, did he say his middle name was Riley? I think in that beginning, in the, During the lie, lie detector, detector test, he said his name was like Devin Riley, whatever Henderson yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's um, where he came from. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think he got very emotional because it's obviously like bringing up some you know gunk with his dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a big deal. He like legally changed his name. He talked about how his yeah. mom was there at the courthouse with him, like getting it all changed, and kind of just Did represented say- a whole chapter. Did he say his dad died? I think he said, yeah, his dad has now passed. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. So that's also like, who did you reconcile yourself and with your daddy? Did you? Right. Like, how did that happen? Whew, that's yeah, a lot. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Tasia, she just, because she sees it's very hard for him. She's trying to support him and tell us him, yeah. I feel extremely honored and grateful that you opened up to me like this. And yeah. She's truly like the best bachelorette for this group of men in particular. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm so glad it's not Claire. I'm so happy it's not Claire. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this also explains a lot of Riley's behavior in the past. It explains why he wants a daughter so bad. 
Like that mm-hmm. whole conversation about mm-hmm. like his mother asked him, what do you want? And I said this. I was like, how did it get there? What are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. what do you mean? Mm-hmm. It was kind of all over the place, that story. And even mm-hmm. this, you can tell, like you said about Zach, he doesn't tell this story often. Because it was not chronologically ben. making sense. Right. Or ben, Zach, yeah. all, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach got his story down. Got the yeah. order down, got the details down. Yeah. Talk about the bank lady. Like he knows the whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing. <laughs> I saw I could like see the whole thing. I saw yeah, the whole spiral. Same. I saw the redemption when the dad got him at the bank. Like I literally saw it in my head. He yes. painted it very well. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. But Riley's was really all over the place. Ben, he was yeah. pausing and stopping and starting. But yes, would love to see Riley's hometown. Would love to meet his mother. Excited yeah. just for this development of Riley. Yes. Same, same, same. Um, so yeah, Tasia definitely has her work cut out for her with this group date rose because Oh my god. She had great one on ones with every single person. Yeah, all of them. All of them. All of them are going into the group date rose announcement feeling very confident it's them. Yes. Yep. Um, so yeah, time for the rose and Tasia, she's says you know i feel like i had very impactful conversations with every single one of you mm-hmm. and i don't want to just give out a rose just to give out a rose mm-hmm. um and lets them know she's like i need a little more time on who to give this to so mm-hmm. i'm not giving out this rose i'm just going to wait until the rose ceremony and, and i then, thought that was perfect i thought it was perfect as well yeah i love how she does this i love mm-hmm. how she doesn't like fall a trap into the system of like, mm-hmm. you have to give a rose out today. Right. She's no. like, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> this is it my even, show. It would feel weird if she gave out a rose at this date. Yeah. And we've seen that before. We've seen mm-hmm. a forced rose. We've seen mm-hmm. all of that stuff from a lead who just doesn't take control. We saw that with Colton. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who wasn't we saw looking for no fucking- wife anyway. Peter giving out roses like we pacifiers. Saw Peter. Oh god. my god, that was so. Ugh, yeah, the whole season. <laughs> that whole season, he was giving out to people. He it's straight he, up. He didn't need to meet. Um, but yeah, I I loved how she did that. Also, yeah. her walk away, she like twirled the skirt yeah. around and had like a fashion moment. This is my Tasia Deserves It moment. Okay. Because I feel like Tasia deserves a fashion or beauty moment every episode. Yeah. Because she is gorgeous. She's got a sick body. They're putting her in some good clothes. And even the bad clothes, she's making a moment out of it. Making a moment. (laughs) Twirl that fucking drain. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Twirl that curtain, girl. Twirl this extremely (laughs) unnecessary train that is atop this romper. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> so bizarre. It is. It was just so much. So much. Oh man. But it, yeah, it was great. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Tasia heads out and tells the guys, and I'll see you at the rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. And as she's leaving, she is shocked by a surprise visitor, mm-hmm. Mr. Bennett himself. And this is where the producers get my Becky of the week. Because oh, what good. in the whole fuck are they having a mysterious white man standing outside my room i'm running i'm booking it and just wasn't it just last week she was looking for ghosts absolutely not right no fucking way absolutely not oh god you have me fucked up Mm -mm. no way talk about high tasia right 
She just opened up the door and he was like right there in front of her. Right there. Looking like mm-hmm. Joe from you. Yes, oh. I saw people posting that. <laughs> so many Joe from you gifs. I love yes. it because it was so appropriate for the moment. God. It was terrible. Terrible. Um, this same moment actually is where Bennett got my Karen of the week. <laughs> now, Bennett is far too old to be a Becky. And that's why I'm giving him Karen of the week. <laughs> I like Karen of the week a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And... So the reason I'm saying Karen, because Karens always want the last word. Karens Ooh. always feel entitled and like the yes. world should revolve around their every wish. Mm-hmm. Karens don't take no for an answer because a yep. yes is what they believe they deserve. Yes. <laughs> a yes is their American <laughs> right. <laughs> then it was giving me oh, hella God. Karen vibes. Yeah. need to go yeah. home. She said what she said. That's Please. It, yo. Oh we don't need gosh, this whole moment when we come back and grovel and blah, 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 blah. Oh, I was so irritated seeing his ass. So Tasia, obviously she's shocked. Mm-hmm. He asks her to talk. They go into her suite. And he's saying how, you know, I spent all day going over and over in my head, our departure. I'm so, so mm. sorry for making you feel like I question your integrity. You know, our goodbye was so surreal i've been thinking mm-hmm. of things i've never got to share with you and i realize that i love you mm, that's ridiculous that is the dumbest thing i've ever heard <laughs> ben has he even had a one-on-one nope sure hasn't who are you in love with i don't know i guess somebody in an outfit because that's all she is to you right now you've not even had a one-on-one date my dude and no. you were saying that you are in love with her stop it crazy so ridiculous so tasia she's kind of just like speechless because yeah one, she wasn't expecting to see him too now he's dropping the l-bomb it's like wait what the hell i was just trying yeah. to come to bed and be done with this right. night. now i got this whole layer of mess that's the other thing this black woman is just trying to rest her feet and that's take off her skirt yes. and this man and take off her strapless bra and here comes this man here comes this in man. her room right as oh, if she don't have enough God. to already think about think going about. into this next hometowns. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, I'm not expecting anything from you, but if there is an ounce of any, like you wanting to explore this, mm-hmm. um, I definitely would, would love to stay. I'd do anything in the whole wide world to stay, yada, yada, yada. And Tasia, she's like, I don't know what to say right now. You have to leave my room right now. <laughs> Like, you just have to go. First of all, you do have an expectation. You do. You have an expectation of staying here. Yes. And being picked for hometowns. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you probably spent all day prepping your mama and your daddy for, okay, Mm. you're going to say this. We're going to do this. No, I didn't break off a wedding two months ago. That didn't happen. (laughs) Nope. We're sticking with the story. And now you're coming in fully rehearsed. Mm -hmm. And as Natasha said, waiting for your yes. Mm -hmm. That's what you're waiting for. Mm Mm-hmm. That's so it. annoying. Oh my God. So annoying. And what's even more just frustrating is Tasia actually looks torn. Right. Like, yeah. Like she likes him. Like she actually likes him and is very confused. And mm-hmm. I think, I think what's, what's like still on her 
Mm-hmm. Heart, she keeps saying she's like, I was not planning to say goodbye to you that night. I think she was right. fully expecting yeah. to send Noah home. Yes, <laughs> I think she yeah. was actually fine. She has some connection or whatever the fuck with Bennett, and she was actually mm-hmm. expecting for him to stay. Mm-hmm. So to hear the all the shit that was going on with the house, the gift that he brought, all the shit, she had no yeah. choice but to send him home. <laughs> right, right. You know. Mm-hmm. So now here he comes back, and Bennett, he's just doing a good, you know. Doing his little salesman-y, saying mm-hmm. the things, being yep. very gentle and soft-spoken and kind mm-hmm. and whatever. And she tells him, she's like, look, I need to sleep on this. I'll let you yeah. know tomorrow. I so wish she just sent him home that night. Like, I know, same. What, what yeah. is there to sleep on? <laughs> I wish I wish she just like went to the bathroom, just kind of like collected herself. Yeah. And then came back out. Because I think that's what it was. It's kind of, you're just hit with something that you weren't expecting to be hit with. Right. And it feels rash to kind of like give an answer in that moment. Right. Yes. So she's like, yeah. you know, let me sleep on it. But I don't think you need to sleep on it. Go collect no. yourself in the bathroom. Give yourself five minutes. Come back and send his ass home again. <laughs> like, right. This man is clearly disrespecting all of your decisions. Mm-hmm. You like, know what I mean? Exactly. Like he disrespected your decision to keep Noah, keep Ed at this point keep uh send him home he keeps disrespecting mm-hmm. you girl send him home get him out of here yeah god so she gonna sleep on it and mm-hmm. they hug and as he's hug- like he's trying to lean in for a kiss and she like curbs yeah. him real quick like, like nah mm-hmm. no we're not doing this <laughs> and in her confessional she kind of lets us into her you know, mind. And she says that, you know, it's been a long time since I've heard, I love you. Mm-hmm. And it meant absolutely everything. And I mm-hmm. know he wasn't just saying it to say it. Yeah. Which I don't know about all that, but I don't know about all that either. He definitely did say it just to say it, but that's so. he okay. knew what he had, he knew he had to come with something big yeah. to kind of knock her off her feet, make her think yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for her, it is a big moment. Someone saying, I love you. Yes yeah that kind of hits you you don't want to just send them home right away she does kind of want to think about it a little bit you know yeah yeah but it is Bennett here I don't think there's that much to think about so (laughs) and I don't think I I really feel like she hasn't had feelings as strong for men in a long time I don't Mm -hmm. think she felt like this about Colton and I don't think she felt about this with JPJ Mm -mm. so I think um like her just craving that feeling thing Mm -hmm. And experiencing mm-hmm. it so rapidly is, yeah. you know, that's that's real. But she still said it's not yeah. that day. But that's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, she's kind of like mulling it over in her head. And mm-hmm. she's like, I don't know how the other guys would react. And mm-hmm. I'm like, please do not do this to these guys. Do not bring Ben back in this house. Ain't nobody got time for this. They've no been through one. enough. <laughs> like, yeah. Do not do this. Mm. But one thing I noticed about Bennett him and John Paul Jones are cut from the same cloth. Absolutely. Yep. Right. Maybe mm-hmm. 10 years apart, but from the yeah. same breed. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And the, I am so deeply unattracted to that quote, like that yeah. look, that concept, yeah. but Tasia, she, she dated John Paul Jones. She's been there, yeah, but she sees seriously. something in Bennett that she's attracted to. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I think she actually is weighing this decision, which is mm-hmm. very, very bizarre. But mm-hmm. okay. And that was the episode, my friends. That's it. That was it. Now we got a preview for next week. Mm-hmm. 
the next two weeks, we have back-to-back yes. episodes. We have a Monday and a Tuesday. Monday and a Tuesday. Pray for us, guys. You all Please. Know. The next two weeks is going to be <laughs> something else for the two of you girls. Yep. Please Ooh, pray for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we have a mental... Well, first we have, a, I think, a regular episode. So mm-hmm. um, we see Ivan crying. Mm-hmm. We see Brendan crying. We see Tasia crying. Mm-hmm. We see her saying, I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Bennett walking back into Motel 6, mm. surprising yeah. the guys. Yeah. We see Tasia um, crying, saying, I don't want to hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. I don't we know see what her that's bending about. over crying. Mm-hmm. Lots of tears. And then we see Riley. I don't know if I caught this right. Did he say, so you're coming back? Was that him oh, talking to Bennett? Oh, oh my God. That I don't... could also be the moment Bennett walks back into Motel 6, tells yeah. the guys I'm here, and then he says, are you so you're Are you back? back? Yeah. Um, I thought he said something like that. Um, and then we also have a Mentel All episode, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I don't see no Claire, so I don't know why I'm watching this. Why? Who cares about any of this? None of their drama was significant. None of them... Tasia was very clear about why she broke up with everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no, uh, I don't, this is all good. I'm just happy he's not on Zoom. I'm happy he's not on Zoom. They actually mm-hmm. are filming it, you know, in person. But mm-hmm. yeah, the drama, I mean, we saw Ed yelling about something, Kenny yelling about something. Oh, oh my God, um, who cares? The drama was very like, they, the producers were searching this season. Yes, I think that's why they brought sure. Bennett back. Yeah. I think yeah, that's definitely why they brought Bennett back or allowed him mm-hmm. to come back. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure about this men tell all, particularly since mm-hmm. Claire's not there because that was the biggest drama. <laughs> yes, exactly, and that's what I want. I want to see Kenny confront Claire. You <laughs> Thank know, you yes, some wild shit. This yes. is gonna be wild. I want to see Care? confrontations with Claire, yeah. not Tasia, <laughs> and not the guys talking on themselves. So the fact mm-hmm. that Claire's not there, I'm already kind of like half tuned out. But yeah. You know, we'll be watching and recapping. We'll watch, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We will. But yeah, that was the episode, my friends. That's it. That's it. We'll be back next week. Double header. Um, <laughs> continue to rate, review, subscribe. Hit us up on Twitter, email, Facebook, Instagram. Tags in your story, shares with the world, all that good stuff. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 